the swag after And welcome to another episode of the Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, and boy, do I have a doozy for you guys today. It's going to be a bit of a departure for some of the topics that I usually discuss on the podcast, but let's start off with the download. Now, one of, I wouldn't say one of my favorite movies, but a movie I can watch over and over again is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, This is probably one of the best comic book adaptations ever, and that's someone who didn't read any of the comics until after the movie, so I had nothing to compare to. Scott Pilgrim is probably... uh, like I said, one of the best comic book adaptations ever, at least until the MCU really started to take its stride around the early 2010s. And one of the things that I loved about the movie itself was the video game adaptation, or really it was an adaptation of just a storyline of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It was released way back in, I think it was like 2010 or so digitally via the uh, arcades of the various systems at the time. This would have been the Xbox 360 and the Xbox, not the Xbox, but the uh, PlayStation 3. And I'm not sure if it ever showed up on the Nintendo platform. I don't think so. It might have. Who knows? I digress. One of the things that many old school gamers like myself is that we love uh, just... A good brawler. We're sucker for good brawlers. And Scott Pilgrim is very much a brawler for brawler fans. Just fighting through waves and waves of enemies, collecting power-ups and items to upgrade your character throughout the way and finally getting to the boss at the end. And there's a certain satisfaction that you get in a beat-em-up that you don't get in many other types of games, considering the sheer amount of of enemies that you face before you get to the boss and then finally beating the boss is one of the reasons why I'm such a fan of Streets of Rage 4 because it's such a satisfying experience when you finish level after going through each of the different stages defeating all of the henchmen and all the different weapons and power-ups and finally getting to the boss and especially when you just beat the boss by a hair of your chinny chin chin and you have almost no power left you're on your last life it's it's just one of those feelings that you just cannot replicate in many games and scott pilgrim pilgrim versus the world is one of those well one of the unfortunate side effects of digital games is that they disappear which is one of the drawbacks of the current video game marketplace many 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 of the games that we purchase now are digital and they may disappear depending on licenses and one of those games that disappeared was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I believe it disappeared around 2014, 2015 from many digital marketplaces. And if you didn't already own it, you didn't already download it, you cannot experience that game again. And then it was not, I don't think it's backwards compatible with any of the, well not current gen systems, last gen systems as far as the um, Xbox One and PlayStation 4, nor the current gen systems with the um, PlayStation 5, well, not necessarily backwards compatible, past PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, and um, Xbox One X and S. Well, Ubisoft has reacquired the license to republish this game, and it just came out as of this recording a few days ago, and it 
is fantastic. Now, the game has been re-released with all of the DLC, and I believe there were two DLC packs that were released back in the day for the game, and it's only running $14.99, which really is a steal for even an older game, because one of the things looking on Xbox Marketplace, a lot of Xbox 360 games that aren't on sale the going price starting price is $14.99 actually it's really like $9.99 to $14.99 for most of them so it is in line with a standard digital download from that era but then it also comes with the additional DLC that was paid for that was released back in the day as well and I've only started playing through the game is actually I didn't buy it at first if, if I did then I would have a bit more experience with it but it is like I said a brawler fans game it is really great and just if you're not familiar with the premise of Scott Pilgrim versus the world you sent your spot Scott Scott Pilgrim you fall in love with Ramona Flowers but in order to continue to date her you have to defeat her evil exes so the league of evil exes and you have to defeat her seven evil exes if you have not seen the movie watch the movie i think at the time of this recording it is still on netflix if you have netflix watch it it is a really fun movie to watch with great performances by a whole host of characters even um including i think it's john sarah uh, you have chris pine excuse me chris I forget Chris's, uh, but Captain America's in it. <laughs> but that way, um, I want to say Chris Pine. No, that's Steve Rogers, and that's Steve Rogers. Goodness, uh, Steve Trevor. See, I'm playing Steve, and then Chris Pratt is Star Lord, and so I forget. Um, Chris is Captain America. Chris Evans. That's right. Yeah, Chris Evans is in it. Um, Brandon Roth is in it, aka uh, the S Superman that was in that horrible Superman Returns movie. And a bunch of other uh, Captain Marvels in it, Brie Lawson. There's a, a lot of people who you know now that were not as big as they were back then in that movie. So it's just really fun, packed with really great performances. And the game really exemplifies the fun of the movie and the comics that it's based off of. So that is our download for the day. Scott pilgrim versus the world the complete edition and it's found on all platforms switch ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox x me, xbox series x and s so today we are going to talk about uh, a gentleman not just a gentleman but just kind of a genre of youtube that i've stumbled upon during COVID and that is the quote unquote manosphere and uh, there are a lot of terms that they throw around red pill uh, MGTOW uh, it's uh, interesting from the perspective of a someone who's been married for over a decade uh, really seeing a lot of the conversations that men have had I've had friends have had um, friends have vented to me about their relationships with women really put out in the open on YouTube for good and bad, um, depending on your point of view. And there have been a lot of gentlemen who I've, I've watched over the uh, past few months from uh, Donovan Sharp to uh, the fit, um, 
Fit and Fitness podcast with Myron Gaines and 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 whatnot. So a lot of those guys I've I've watched and I watch on a regular. Uh, not everything I agree with. Uh, not all viewpoints, uh, viewpoints I I agree with. But to have the perspectives of men on not just women, but being better men. And one of the things that with 2020 uh, that I really put in place was being a better man uh, when it comes to my own health, when it comes to my own mentality, when it comes to my own skills, just when it comes to my perception of what I want to be and who I want to be. And that's how I stumbled upon a lot of these channels. And like I said, some of the things I agree with, some of the things I don't, some things I question, some things I know uh, the perspectives are based on their experiences and their experience. Those experiences are experiences I've had in my life, whether it is growing up just period or those instances of dealing with the opposite sex. But there's one gentleman who has, I wouldn't say stood out amongst the pack, but has gotten a lot of airplay in outside venues in the past few weeks and months. And his name is Kevin Samuels. He's quite different in my opinion from the other, the other guys I've talked about because a lot of the guys that I've, I've mentioned and other guys like um, better bachelor who I, I enjoy his commentary and things. They're very much about uh, no marriage, no cohabitation, you know, like really there's a separation between men and women with regards to how lives are lives lived and whether I agree with that or not that's neither here nor there clearly I'm married and been married for a while so you can see my viewpoints on some things but um Kevin Samuels is someone who is is a class act above many of the others that I've mentioned not because he's just better but his point of view on things is one that's very much about being together, marriage, and men being the best they can be, and women being the best they can be for themselves, but also the men that they're with. And that's one of the things I, I really appreciate. And I've actually followed Kevin Samuels for one to two years. A lot of what I remember from him are he, someone I found doing fragrance reviews and sort of uh, lifestyle stuff and style stuff. So a lot of uh, my YouTube channels were based off of that. And he began doing, doing live streams maybe about a year or so, if I remember correctly. But it seems as though that's really blown up in the past six, seven months. And I had no idea because before the pandemic, watching a live stream on YouTube is not something I ever did. I would clip, uh, I would get snippets of things or, you know, quick 15, 20 minute videos at the longest. But I was not sitting around watching a live stream of anybody or anything. Even some of my friends that I know that have channels. I will get through some of their videos to support and really love it. But live streams, just I had too much to do or what have you. Well, the pandemic changed that. I was home. I was fortunate enough to be able to work from home. Uh, with my current position so with that I had a lot of time to listen to things while working and then after working as well where that hustle and bustle of the daily commute was no longer present now I bring Kevin Samuels up because there are many of his videos that have gone on to world star um, if you are familiar with that and that just means that it has hit a uh, saturation point where it is outside of the quote unquote manosphere is what they call it on, on YouTube where 
some of his clips have garnered a wider audience and Kevin is very he's very blunt and honest to at this point in time in his show he's mostly having topics where females call in and before a lot of his comments a lot of his live streams will focus on men and really talking to men and, and talk to men about make changes and being better men and really stop being little boys and be men as far as how you act and how you dress so now with the flip side of that he's talking to the women and I make that point because now that he's doing that and he's not a nasty guy he's very direct he's very honest with his responses and there is nothing that he has said that I disagree with whatsoever. And I let me get an example. There was a, a video that came out a few months ago at this point in time, and it's titled Your Average at Best. Now, he does a live show. It used to be every night now. I think he's doing it maybe three, four times a week on YouTube. And he's also doing it on Instagram as well which has yielded some very interesting interactions with some of the people who decided to join. Well, this young woman, let me back up. So the whole premise of his show at the point, this point in time is that women are calling in. They're looking for the quote unquote high value man. And they're coming to him to ask because Kevin's profession is an image consultant. And as a result, he's worked with many people, many men who consider high value and high value is not just about, um, how much they make, but also what sort of circles they run in and what sort of man they are as far as their characteristics, as far as personal characteristics and interpersonal characteristics amongst men in the world. But at the end of the day, all of these women are looking for a quote unquote high value man so they don't have to work, so they can be at home with the children, so they don't have to worry about any of those things in a very traditional sense of the man brings home the bacon and supports and protects the woman so that's where a lot of that premise comes from with how he speaks to them and the sort of scenarios he he puts out there and that's why i make sure to mention that because there was a caller that called and there's a supplement video that came out was called your average at best and a snippet of that picked up on world star and that whole bunch of people on the internet really got mad and i'm like why they get mad first of all uh kevin Starts off by asking, you know, women what they want, what they're looking for. And his young woman basically said not young. She was 35. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, stated that she lives in a certain part of North Carolina. She has her own business. She makes over $100,000 a year. But she can't find a man that is on her level. She always dates down. And she all, can never find somebody on her level. Uh, so how does she find a high value man somebody who's on her level financially so she doesn't have to like try to help somebody or you know somebody or date down is what she said and kevin always asks a series of questions he asks them you know height uh dress size uh to kind of establish you know what their body shape is like whether or not they have kids whether or not they've been married when their last relationship was well this young woman in particular um was speaking and so she was 35 entrepreneur she had a 13 year old son i believe it was but he asked her what would you rate yourself um on a one to ten scale and always when he asked that question he asked the individual whether it's a man or a woman for that matter you can't do seven so the young woman said a five i believe uh six with makeup so basically she classified herself as average so he went off of there and the conversation i 
she didn't like the conversation. She didn't like hearing what she heard. And really the premise of a lot of conversations that uh, that he ends up having is, and this is something that um, I see is true in many respects as far as uh, not just being married, but getting older and looking at the landscape out there um, as far as being a man, that these quote unquote high value men are going to be really the top 10% of, of men, period. And what women are looking for, the average American, the average American earns about fifty-four to fifty-seven thousand dollars. So if you're looking for a man that earns a uh, hundred plus, depending on your locality, that can give you the sort of lifestyle you're looking for. That's going to be the top ten percent, and that top ten percent in any demographic in history or any category in history usually has a choosing of a lot more options than someone that's in the middle. And one of the things that happens is a lot of the individuals that call don't like hearing that. So I say that to say I ended up having a conversation with a female friend of mine who's about my age who is recently divorced. And we started talking about that video because she was familiar and she watched it. And she felt he said nothing wrong. That she that was wrong in how she carried things. But also more point, he is blunt and honest about what it is they're looking for but what she told me was she felt as a woman that she was discouraged and i'm like wait a minute hold up nobody's saying that you can't find somebody new and no point in time that this kevin some other dudes will say you hit the wall or you there's no hope for you you'll die alone like no if you're just trying to find somebody to be with if you're just trying to find somebody to love and grow old with then that's possible for everybody. But these women, they're trying to find a high value man. And that's the difference. So Kevin Samuels is right. But let me put it to you this way. One of the things about relationships is that it's all about listening. And it's all about being the best person you can, not just for you, but for the person that you're with. Uh, there is no slacking from someone who has been married for over a decade, one of the things you learn is when you slack, you always have to be on your A-game or you have to do your best to be on your A-game. You always have to give 100%, even when you don't feel like it. Because when you don't, when you stop, that's when the problems happen. That's when the relationship disintegrates. That's when you fall out of love. And trust me, from if you're married and you listen to this, stay married. Stay married. Uh, the horror stories I hear from my single friends, uh, both young and old, this, the, the, this world is not a world you want to be in if you want to date. <laughs> stay married. Do everything you can to keep your husband and keep your wife. And if you're listening to this with them, yeah, no, I know you're probably not. But work together to build your relationship or rebuild your relationship together and listen to your partner. Because let me tell you, that is not a world I want to be in. And listening to some of the individuals that call Kevin's show, I don't know how he does it with a straight face. I don't know how he does it without cursing some people out. Simply because, and I've listened for a while. I listened literally probably every night that he was on. Some of the delusional 
people, women particularly in this case, that call, I'm saying like, these are the people that will be out here if I was trying to date. Like, that's how they view things. Like, I would not want to date anybody if in, in it is a, a large majority of the women that call that I'm like, oh, my goodness. And talking to my female friend, she was the same way because she was like, this is what people like. This is what they're looking for. No wonder they're single. No wonder he says that you need to just get a little uh, dog. And part of that one clip as far as her being average at best was he ended up saying that she was just need to buy a dog because she's going to die alone if she had that sort of attitude. And that is what a lot of the people that call, a lot of the women particularly call. Um, and I would agree with that because the expectations are so high. And in many respects, they are not offering what they need to offer someone of that caliber if that's what they want. So uh, I say this, Kevin Samuels is right. Um, the Godfather is never wrong, as he would say, and I'm probably paraphrasing, not really quoting. But that is uh, my short trip or introduction to you into the Manosphere. We are going to take a break and come back with the fragrance of the week and a couple of extra goodies. Now, going back to what we're talking about for the break very quickly, there is nothing wrong with looking average. I, I think that men in general are very understanding of what they look like and not conflating their outer looks with anything else. I would honestly class myself as an average looking guy. Uh, I know some people would not agree with that and some people would agree with that um, in whatever spectrum that is. But I mean, I was an average looking guy, about a six, maybe, I don't know. Uh, the whole point is to also be comfortable with yourself and not worry about the ratings of others in many respects. But again, I'm a dude. So we it's a little bit different for us. Not saying it's easier. It's just different in how we are perceived and what makes us attractive uh, compared to women. But that's that. And with that note, one of the things I also, like I said, I got into following Kevin Samuels was because of my love of fragrances. And Kevin is one of those guys who always goes for the niche high end fragrances. And that's one of the things that attracted me to him was he were, was reviewing fragrances that especially as, a, as an African-American male content producer that at the time two to three years ago i wasn't seeing anyone that looked like him reviewing so that's one of those things that really attracted me to him and with this fragrance of the week we're going to continue to dive into my chris collins uh, discovery set which i received for christmas and just and i don't know if i said before chris collins is an african-american uh, perfumer, but this week's fragrance is oud galore. Now, oud is one of those notes that, and I think I talked about it before um, on a previous podcast, and I forget the name of the fragrance. I think it was oud du jour, uh, and I forget the company um, that produced it. But oud is one of those fragrances that, or excuse me, one of those notes that I never would have thought I would have fallen in love with when I started my fragrance journey because it is so different than a lot of notes that I, I, I've i smelled over the years, but also it's just so drastically different of a, a fragrance, of a note, of a feeling compared to a lot of the fragrances that got me into uh, 
collecting and being a connoisseur of fragrances. Ugalore described as the word galore implies near infinite abundance. Where there's resinous otherworldly fragrance to see the things you desire multiply around you. Oud, also known as agarwood, is overwhelmingly popular in the Middle East and Asia. It's indiscriminably sexy and enchanting, excuse me, entrancing. The powerful fragrance will draw people closer. Now, this fragrance features top notes of um, clove oil of Madagascar and cinnamon, geranium oil of Egypt, rose and orris, and then the base notes of oud, cypriol, balm, incense, and sandalwood. Now, like I said, the oud is something else, but this is one of the things I like about the fragrance. This fragrance with the opening of the clove and the cinnamon, it's it's very unique in my opinion. I I can't really describe it as a bright opening, but it's an opening that is very inviting, if, if that uh, makes sense at all. And that really goes into the geranium. I am not a big fan of geranium, but the mixture with the geranium and the roses, well, I... There are very few fragrances that I've smelled where I'm really digging the rose. A lot of the rose fragrances I've smelled, the rose is just so powerful, so potent. Even as a mid-note, I think that the, the balancing of the geranium and the rose and the orris really work well with the opening notes. And then as you go into those base notes, especially that oud, but the oud, the incense, and the sandalwood really shine bright for me. Just as the description says, it is sexy. Uh, one of the things I like about oud fragrances is this is sex. It's, this is this is such a sex appeal, and the incense as well is. Uh, it's like uh, back in the day, if you're of a, a certain age, you know, you you get to stick of incense when things about to go down to kind of set the mood. That's exactly what the incense base reminds me of and the oud is just man like i said in the last one these chris collins fragrances are just they knock them out of heart each and every one is a home run so that is oud galore by chris collins it's a fragrance that um, i definitely will have to get a bottle of eventually and the weird thing about it my significant other is not a big fan of any of these oud fragrances, which is really, well, I should say, oud heavy fragrances. She she likes Zahara of Signature Pour Home, um, that definitely has a distinctive oud note, but it's a, it's it's so many notes in Zahara to make that that elixir. It's just it's well, I've talked about Zahara before, so you understand what I'm talking about if you've been listening for a while. But these fragrances that I've tried, like uh, oud galore, oud du jour. And there are one or two other ones I've tried over the past few months, which are very much oud based and oud heavy. Uh, she's not been that big of a fan, uh, but I think I said before, my spouse is a bit weird, um, in my opinion, when it comes to what she likes and what she doesn't like compared to the sort of reactions I, I used to get outside of the home with a lot of these fragrances, which... You know, like I said before, fragrances are an intimate experience, both for the wearer and for those around him or her. They elicit different responses and different emotions from from each person. And that's really 90 percent of the fun and joy and not just collecting, but wearing each and every fragrance. So if you do not have a fragrance that you just 
absolutely went away all the time. Start exploring. Find one. It's fun. And depending on, you know, what you're looking at, it's not that expensive either. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't advise everyone to start, you know, buying $250 bottles of, of cologne and perfume just to experience. But it's one of those things where if you, you know, there are price points for everyone to really get in and to experience it. I really think that, like I said, everybody should just try and find something that works for them if you have something already trust me you will not regret it 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 is fun it is exciting and like i said it's just one of those things that it goes into one of those things i talked about earlier as far as finding the better you being the better you in this case i talked about being a better man fragrance is just does something to enhance your persona both mentally um internally and as far as people's perceptions about you externally and this has been another episode of the Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I have been your host, Webster Style, and thank you again for taking some of your time out to support and listen. I hope that you learned a little bit, but also, more importantly, I hope you had a lot of fun. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at Webster Style and at Sartorial and Geek. On Twitter at Webster Style, find us on the internet at WebsterStyle.com or SartorianGeek.com. And don't forget, email us at InfoWebsterStyleMagazine.com. Thank you very much again, and don't forget, stay safe and be blessed. on the floor pal and no one girl should fit it all in them jeans so take it up and let me see what's under them scenes oh you want to oh i completely read that wrong